Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We got <laughs> quite a discussion going on the text line about what's going on out in California. And there are a lot of people adamant they do not want many of those people here. I'll let them tell it here. The California people continue to vote the left Democrats. There's a lot of stupid people there. Can someone explain that to me? Please bring on someone that understands economics and how fuel prices are set instead of reading an article and offering political biased hyperbole on this topic. Sad thing is most of your listeners have no idea as to what's going on. Since those people move from New York, do they keep voting for Democrats? Probably. Remember, California voted against gay marriage. Their politicians in court said, we decide, you don't. And the die was cast for the entire nation. What I want to know is why these states don't fix their places instead of moving here. States and countries. Jeff says, I welcome all the people that come here as long as they have an accurate understanding of why they're choosing here over where they came from. Good observation. Jeff says, Gavito Mussolini is going to completely destroy that state for all, before all is said and done. I feel sorry for those who are too stupid to leave or too stuck to move. Boy, that would be a tough place to be, to be stuck. Newsom and his frat boy mentality have driven California to the brink of collapse. His ego now has its sights set on the U.S. presidency. Just another celebrity Democrat. Alan, you're so right. And he can taste it. You can already see this. Good morning, Vince. You mentioned people moving out of California. No, they're the problem. They're the ones who voted in, these ultra-liberals. Wherever they go, they'll bring their same liberal agenda. And it may be North Carolina where they end up. The governors of New York and California have decided there will be no gasoline-powered cars in their states. Was that voted on? Hmm. Didn't they call Trump a dictator? Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Just crazy. In a few minutes, we'll talk more about the Carolina Panthers. This is a story that developed toward the end of our broadcast yesterday, and not much of an opportunity to talk about it. So if you'd like to, we'll go into it here in a few minutes, give you the opportunity to weigh in with your perspective. But I have a couple of items for you for Transformation Tuesday. I hope one or both of them is beneficial for you. Who knows, maybe life-changing. One on producing a stress-free home. 
and the other related to humility from a good friend of mine, one of my favorite people. <laughs> ironically, not really ironically, but it's a doctor. And not mine either. <laughs> Let's first talk about the key to a stress-free home. Get a load of this. Dinner therapy could be the key to a stress-free home. Regular family meals. Here we go. Could the secret to easing stress be as simple as having dinner as a family? Researchers with the American Heart Association found 91% of parents notice their families are less stressed when they share meals together. Boy, that's pretty simple, isn't it? In a poll of 1,000 American adults conducted for the AHA's Healthy for Good movement by Wakefield Research, 84% wish they could share a meal with loved ones more often. However, the average adult eats alone roughly half of the time. Hmm. Two in three, 65%, say they're at least somewhat stressed. 27% are very or extremely stressed. Researchers say chronic and continuous stress increases the risk of heart disease and stroke. So what's the connection here? Erin Mickles, an American Heart Association volunteer, associate director of preventive cardiology at Johns Hopkins, and a co-author of the American Heart Association Statement on Psychological Health, Well-Being, and the Mind-Heart-Body Connection, put this out in a media release. Sharing meals with others is a great way to reduce stress, boost self-esteem, and improve social connection, especially for kids. Chronic constant stress can also increase your lifetime risk of heart disease and stroke. So it's important for people to find ways to reduce and manage stress as much as possible as soon as possible. This survey found that many people believe sharing a meal has additional health benefits. Two in three say dining with others reminds them of the importance of connecting with friends, family, co-workers, and neighbors. More than half, 54%, say sharing a meal reminds them to slow down and take a break. Nearly 6 in 10, 59%, add they make healthier food choices when they eat with other people. However, many Americans find it hard to line their schedules up with their loved ones. Mickles says it's not always as easy as it sounds to get people together at mealtime. Like other healthy habits, give yourself permission to start small, build from there. Set a goal to gather friends, family, or coworkers for one more meal together each week. If you can't get together in person, think about how you can share a meal together over the phone or a computer. The American Heart Association survey reveals 7 in 10 for or part-time workers would feel less stressed if they had more time to take a break and share a meal with their coworkers. So the theme here. Relationship. This is something I've been talking about for years, just how everything is about relationship, isn't it? Even meals. Adding relationship to meals, cultivating that, can be a very important thing to add to your life. So, that's my challenge for you, especially those of you who have young families. 
or not-so-young families, make it a point to prioritize family meals together. And wherever you are now, start off small. Set, a, set an end goal and begin moving in that direction. And please keep me posted on the progress. Can you do that? One more item for Transformation Tuesday come from, comes from Dr. Grant Campbell, who is actually my wife's doctor. I love this post. I have a few years on me now, and I've had many life experiences. I've traveled all over the globe. The most successful and admirable people that I've met along my journey freely admit when they don't know something, share their shortcomings, and are not afraid to defer to someone with greater knowledge on an issue. Be humble. It's a sign of self-security and willingness to learn. And I know this about Dr. Campbell. Because that's the kind of guy he is. Just uh, a very faithful friend. He lives this. This isn't just a social media post. He walks this out. So I strongly encourage you, receive this counsel. You don't have to know it all. You don't. In fact, everybody else knows we don't know it all. Sometimes we're the last ones to figure that out. Stay with us. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Back in the broadcast, it was yesterday... When we told you the news toward the end of the broadcast about what is going on with the Carolina Panthers, the firing of Matt Rule, I want to get your thoughts on what has happened. We'll talk about that in a bit. First, over to the text line in response to the story about families eating together. <laughs> Oh my goodness, can I read this on the air? I'm kind of wondering. Let me read through this. Oh my gosh. Jim, out of easily. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to share this with you. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
All right, here it is. I'm just going to give you a heads up. All right, there's there are, if there are sensitive years, you might want to cover them now. All right, in five seconds, you ready for this? Vince, it's a proven fact the female breast is the world's greatest stress reliever. Ironically, they come attached to the world's greatest stress generator. <laughs> Who says God doesn't have a sense of humor? Jim, out of Easley, you are such a troublemaker. On the family meal front, my family sits down together every night. No phones, TV, or anything. We call it family dinner time for my three-year-old. She loves it. That's awesome. Keep that going. What else do we have here? That's a lie, Vince. Each time I look at her, my blood pressure goes up 10 points. After I tasted that food she prepared, prepared, add another 15 points. It's easier for me to drink a gallon of Crisco. Oh, my gosh. What's wrong with some of you? Some of you are really hostile. Do you need some counseling? I mean, I'm just curious. <laughs> Vince, not married, no kids, no dogs. I enjoy all my meats at home. I don't feel like it bothers me one tiny bit. feel like I enjoy my meals in peace. Okay. Fair enough. Um, what else do we have here in the text line on this? <laughs> Somebody actually said, <laughs> Jim is a wise man. <sighs> Let's talk about those Panthers. As you know, they fired Matt Rule. One and four on the season. Steve Wilkes is going to take over as interim head coach. In his third season with the Panthers, Rule posted an overall 11-20 seven record 11 and 27 Panthers as we mentioned one and four this season they got blown away by the 49ers I remember walking through a room where this was on the other day and I was like I just don't think I want to see this and they've got a tough schedule coming up four road games over the next six weeks the Rams the Falcons Bengals Ravens between now and their bye week Week number 13, the Panthers have home games against the Buccaneers, the Falcons, and the Broncos. Gosh. Ah, Do we really want to see this? This story, by the way, comes from Casino.com, saying the modern NFL passing is supreme. If you can't generate points, you better have a stifling defense to keep you in games. The Panthers lacked both, which is why they began this season 1-4. and and sit in last place in the NFC South. Owner David Tepper knew the Panthers were in the middle of an organizational overhaul that would take five or six years to turn the perennial loser into a Super Bowl contender. Rule actually established himself as head coach who can turn around a team by instilling a winning culture. He turned Temple into a winning program, transformed Baylor into a Big 12 powerhouse, Rule was considered a popular choice to become an NFL head coach in 2020. Turned down the Giants for an interview after Teffer offered him a seven-year contract worth $62 million. Oh, my goodness. The Panthers just struggled to score points, which led to Rule's downfall. 1-27 in, in games in which they allowed 17 or more points. 
my goodness, that's brutal. One in tw- one in twenty-seven. Twenty-five consecutive losses in that category. Panthers, as you know, no superstar quarterbacks to run rules offense. Teddy Bridgewater went five and eleven as a starter in twenty twenty. Last season the Panthers went five and twelve with Sam Darnold. Disappointing reunion with Cam Newton. You remember that. Panthers acquired Baker Mayfield in a trade during the offseason. Mayfield won the starting job when Darnold was injured in the preseason. Led the Panthers to their lone victory of the New Orleans Saints in week number three. The Panthers are now promoted. Wilkes, the head coach, he was the defensive pass game coordinator, secondary coach. Wilkes spent one season the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. He went 3 for 13, 3 and 13 actually, in 2018. Six seasons as a defensive assistant with the Panthers. 2012 to 2017 before heading to Arizona for his first shot at becoming a head coach. They're adding here that Rule excelled in college, so it makes sense he would return to the collegiate ranks to revitalize his career. Numerous historic universities with head coaching vacancies, a couple of blue-chip schools like Auburn that might part with their head coach by the end of the season. So good luck. (laughs) So what do you think, folks? How optimistic are you that the Panthers will now get it together? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I was about ready to take a call here. And Chris, is this a safe call? This one that you'll need to uh, stand by with the magic button? He's saying not a safe call. Okay, I think we better uh, avoid this one, especially after that joke. I'm, I think that text is about as far as we should probably go. <laughs> Over on the text line of the Panthers, please explain what makes the upcoming schedule so tough for the Panthers. I love to hear you pretend to know or understand sports. <laughs> I've told you for quite some time, I'm not a sports fan. I'm not. But I know enough to have some conversation about it, and I welcome your input. And for those of you who are smart Alex, like this texter, um, I mean, by the way, this is a a no-brainer in terms, when I see those names, and I'm familiar with how well those teams are playing right now, and the fact that the Panthers are at the bottom of the heap, it doesn't require any explanation. It really doesn't. Vince, you've got three great colleges in our backyard. The Panthers could recruit some awesome athletes from Clemson, UNC, State College of South Carolina. Every time they have the chance to recruit a good athlete, they pass it up. Like Trevor Lawrence, who played at Clemson. He was recruited by Jacksonville Jaguars. And they sit back and figure out, they cannot figure out why they suck. Well, we'll see what the new leadership is able to pull off. Stay with us.
Back on the broadcast, over on the text line, reference to the Panthers, we had a texter who was trying to take a shot at the host here. You don't know anything about sports. Vince the smart like who asked you to explain sports, you should have said, Ray Charles could see it was time for a change for the Panthers. Oh my gosh, I would never use such a line. Terrible. Vince, it seems clear to me that dinner at the table and family intimacy has been sacrificed for the 4,000 square foot house. Material things. Necessity of a two income family. Yep. We are way too busy. That's what it comes down to. That's got to be remedied somehow. About the Panthers again, a college team could be on the schedule right now. And that would be considered a tough game for the Panthers. Oh, my gosh. You folks are cruel. Vince, two lessons to learn here. Just because you were great in the college ranks does not mean it will translate in the pros. Also, that's why you do not pay your rookie head coach that kind of money. Because the Panthers are on the hook for $40 million in the firing. You always need an offense even if you have a stifling defense. Eventually, if you don't score points, your defense will be worn out for being on the field too long. Jeff, great observation here. Vince, I think the problem the Carolina Panthers just speaks to a bigger issue of society, a lack of leadership, not just within the Panthers, but in all levels, levels of government, in corporate America, in our homes, kids growing up without fathers or a mother, lack of good quality teachers and educators, Leadership is a problem in society, period. The lack of good quality leadership. Yeah, good stuff. On the subject of families sharing meals, this is a great post. We aren't busy. We're lazy and greedy. My goodness. That's a good one. <laughs> this texture, $63 million for the next four years. Fire me! <laughs> See, there are a lot of people. When deals like this go south, I mean, it's, I mean, it's perfect. I mean, wow, how in the world can you lose in this kind of scenario? Great deal if you can pull one of these off. By the way, Robert posted on social media, Hallelujah. Tepper finally grew a brain and fired Rule. Now if he would only fire himself as the Panthers owner, we might start winning again. I'm kind of curious about this, how far this concern about the Panthers organization goes. Does it go all the way to the top? And questions about the ownership. Do we have the ownership that we need that can actually produce a winning team? I think that's an appropriate question. Just putting it out there. Yep, this texture saying the same thing. We also need a new owner for the Panthers. I have a feeling that is going to get a lot of traction. That's just a feeling of mine. The longer this goes on without a real shift in the direction of this team. Yesterday we talked about the brutal 
counter-assault from the Russians. UK Daily Mail reporting on this, and it's really ugly. I love the reporting of the UK Daily Mail. The day death rained from the sky and a compelling dispatch from Ukraine. Ian Burrell recalls the terror unleashed by Putin's furious barrage of 84 missiles cruelly dropped on cities as innocent commuters rushed to work. Dozens of missiles raining down on multiple Ukrainian cities in a brutal act of revenge. The warring Russian president claimed he was retaliating following the destruction of the Kerch Bridge. The despot called the blowing up of the crucial bridge a terrorist attack before he plotted his revenge. The writing they do is just excellent. <laughs> Very clear editorial judgment here, referring to him as a despot. All of this started at about 8 o'clock in the morning. The reporter heard this very close to his hotel. Then there were more. Just relentless attacks. Relentless attacks. And who knows how long this is going to go on. The Russian former president, Dmitry Medvedev, gloated this was just the first episode signaling the intensification of attacks could be the start of a further escalation in the war by the Kremlin. Yet Putin's going to need a lot more manpower to take on Ukraine military's counteroffensive. May not be as simple as he would like the West to believe. This is not going to bring Ukraine to its knees. Simply not enough to change the battlefield dynamic and ensure that Russia is in the ascendant. Nor does Putin have the artillery war chest to escalate the war with strikes alone. His aim to destroy civilian morale. This reporter is saying the opposite has taken place. Even as Ukraine cities suffer, the people's morale is stronger than ever. So I would just encourage you again, pray for the folks in Ukraine again, putting aside the political considerations, all the conspiracy theories, whatever you think about this situation. It's just not good. War is just not good, period. And may this thing come to an end very, very soon. Stay with us. the Vince Coakley radio program on this Tuesday, I've just come across something that is quite startling. I can't say it's surprising. It is startling. We're going to talk more about this tomorrow. Are you ready for this? Are you sitting down? I'm going to play this audio for you tomorrow, Lord willing. But I'll just tell you read for you a tweet from none other than Tulsi Gabbard. Anybody want to guess on what Tulsi Gabbard is saying right now? Wow, she has really pushed a lot today. Let me share the original post. 
I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that is now under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers driven by cowardly wokeness who divide us by racializing every issue and stoke anti-white racism, actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms. The headline under this, I'm leaving the Democratic Party. My goodness. And there's more. Hostile to people of faith and spirituality, demonize the police, protect criminals, the expense of law-abiding Americans, believe in open borders, weaponize the national security state to go after political opponents, above all, dragging us ever closer to nuclear war. I believe in a government that is of, by, and for the people. Unfortunately, today's Democratic Party does not. Instead, it stands for a government of, by, and for the powerful elite. I'm calling on my fellow common-sense, independent-minded Democrats to join me in leaving the Democratic Party. If you can no longer stomach the direction the so-called woke Democratic Party ideologues are taking our country, I invite you to join me. My goodness. This is pretty interesting. Development. This morning, it appears, from Tulsi Gabbard, basically flipping the bird to the Democrat Party. This is good stuff. We're going to attempt to share the audio with you tomorrow on this, but it really grabbed my attention here. (laughs) This texture says, I could never figure out she was a Dem. <laughs> wow, she Tulsi finally woke up. Good for her. We also have this. Tulsi Gabbard is a wolf in sheep's clothing, a Bernie supporter trying to infiltrate the Republican Party. <laughs> There's always conspiracy theories on this stuff. Time for us to take a look at the day in history. How are you doing today, Chris? Doing well, Vince. Hope you are. Not bad at all. We have a total of eight questions here. And uh, we begin. Oh, my goodness. What is this? 1811. This is a tough one. New York City and Hoboken, New Jersey are connected by this vehicle. It's a ferry powered by what? What was the going thing in 1811? Steam. Steam is correct. Well, if you got that one, you got this. 1906, the San Francisco School Board ordered the segregation of kids over the outrage of people from this country. This sounds like this would have been something that happened during World War II, but uh, it's actually 1906. That's a big hint based on what we did to these folks in World War II. Japan. Japanese outrage. Yes, they were not happy about the segregation that took place. 1968. Apollo 7 was launched. What was so different about this Apollo mission compared to the others? We did something different this time. What was it? I don't know. It was the first manned Apollo mission. The others, we just sent equipment. This time, a person. 1971, John Lennon, he put out this particular album. And this is one where he challenges us to use our minds to do what? 
what is it? John Lennon's song, actually. Imagine. Imagine. I imagine. There you go. 1975, this political power couple got married in Arkansas. Who were they? Uh, the Clintons. The Clintons. Bill and Hillary. Ain't it just wonderful? Doesn't it just bring a tear to your eye? 1975, the debut of this show. That used to be funny. I don't find it funny anymore, and a lot of people think it it kind of died years ago, and it's time for it to die. It uh, started in 1975, and it's, it's still playing today? It's on, uh, it's on on the weekends. If I tell you which day, I'll give away the name of the show. Uh, Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live debuted in 1975 in this day. 1991. We have Supreme Court confirmation hearings for this person. It was quite contentious. In fact, one of the chief people who made it so contentious was our current president, Joe Biden. It was for a Supreme Court nominee. Who were they going after in 1991 and demonizing? Uh, was it Bork? No, this Clarence was Clarence Thomas. It was. You're right. It's Clarence Thomas they were going after this time. And 2002... This guy won the Nobel Peace Prize. Um, I would have thought he would have earned it before then. He's a former president, former peanut farmer. Uh, Jimmy Carter. That's Jimma. Jimma won the Nobel Peace Prize in 2002. In the category briefly here of silly lawsuits, how about this? Texas Pete Hot Sauce. Isn't as Texas one Los Angeles man thought, according to a class action suit. Philip White has filed a lawsuit in California Central District Court against the hot sauces producers. T.W. Garner Food Company alleging false advertising. He thought the brand was a Texas product. Where do you think this product is made? Chris, do you know where? It's made right here in North Carolina, yes, isn't that hilarious? The guy's final lawsuit over this. What a waste of judicial resources. Crazy, isn't it? It's all the time we have, folks. Have yourselves a great day, and God bless you. Stay with us. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.